And you're on right now with Jim Dawes. Your daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an American nationalist perspective. Coming to you on the Mojo 5 radio network. Streaming live on iHeartRadio. You can listen on demand on iTunes, TuneIn, Spreaker, Spotify. And you can follow me on Twitter at right now, Jim Dawes. We love to hear from listeners, so you can shoot me an email at rightnowjimdaws at gmail.com. Or you can drop me a voicemail at 772-245-0750. That's 772-245-0750. You know, a major feature of my show used to be reporting on the uh, the Sunday news shows, but frankly, uh, I don't know how much longer I can watch that mess. It's like uh, they haven't had an original idea since Donald Trump took office. Uh, it's almost like they get on the phone, uh, you know, early in the morning on Sunday and go over their Democrat National Committee talking points to make sure they're all on the same page and nobody says anything off script. It's entirely predictable. It's, uh, it's you know, almost lemmings following each other. Never a new idea, never an interesting question, never break any new ground you would think that these guys that like to uh, posture themselves as newsmen would want to ask an original question like oh i don't know how much money did hunter biden make in the ukraine and china that 1.5 billion dollar investment that he got from the government-backed bank of china probably uh generated a couple of million dollars in commissions and fees for Hunter Biden each and every year. You're talking about a massive amount of corruption. And after originally reporting that uh, Hunter Biden was getting $50,000 a month from that Ukrainian gas company that he had no qualifications for, we're now learning that it was, it was well over that. It was uh, looking like $183,000 a month and over $3 million for a job that meant twice a year he did no work apparently you would think if they had an argument to make for hunter biden's value on this barisma board that joe biden's campaign would be out there making the case but they have uh representatives from the campaigns on they don't ask many probing questions whenever they do mention it they say oh this has already been investigated these are unfounded claims unsubstantiated It's a joke. Now, I'm glad uh, old Shepard Smith is out of the Fox News Channel, but, you know, Fox News Channel, I don't know what's going on over there. I know that the the uh, the young Murdoch sons that uh, Rupert put in charge over there are not, uh, you know, committed conservatives. They're filling a market niche. But, you know, they're Manhattan liberals, like to go to their... Uh, liberal cocktail party crowds and uh and you know not be thought less of <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see who they fill the, that spot with, of shepherd smiths with man in in my house if the channel ever uh was on when shepherd smith came on it was a mad dash for the remote to change it 
what a d- disgusting um, sellout he was. But at this point, if you really want to get what's going on, especially on the weekends, um, Fox Business is where it's at. And Maria Barnaromo's Sunday Futures is a fantastic show. Um, I'm not sure if they're running reruns of um, uh, Lou Dobbs and Stuart Varney on the weekends, but uh, I see them on there. I don't know if it's live or, or reruns from their weekly show. And, of course, uh, over on Fox News Channel, uh, that uh, that show with Jesse Waters, Waters World, is uh, is cutting some new ground. I've got some clips here for you from uh, Fox News Channel and Jesse's show. Um, just to give you a, a, a taste, if, if you spent your Sunday morning watching the, uh, the, the regular network news shows, you didn't hear anything as hard-hitting or um, as truthful, frankly, as you would have heard on, on uh, Maria's show where Kellyanne Conway appeared and commented on Joe Biden's um, corruption. Yes, well, he should have done this quite a while ago. In fact, I need to set that up. Uh, she's actually uh, Hunter Biden announced that he was resigning from this uh, Chinese uh, investment board where there's no telling how many millions of dollars he's been paid. And that if his dad gets elected president, that he will he will no longer serve on any foreign uh, boards of directors. Now, let me ask you something. If if it is wrong for Hunter Biden to serve on the board of this Chinese uh, investment firm, uh, this it's his firm, but the, they got uh, a joint partnership with the Bank of China with this one point five billion dollar investment. If it was wrong, if it's wrong for him to serve on there now. Because his, his dad is liable to be president of the United States. Why wasn't it wrong when his dad was vice president of the United States? And why doesn't Chris Wallace over there ask somebody, well, why in the world did you take Joe Biden over to China on Air Force Two with you? And why did you meet with a representative of the Bank of China that was about to drop $1.5 billion on your son? You think that might be a, a probing question that people would want to know the answer to none of that will ever get through on the on the regular sunday news shows but like i said they had uh, kellyanne on to comment on this and and just generally the relationship between joe biden and him exercising influence in the china and the ukraine those were the two major countries that joe biden had responsibility for and in both cases his son came tagging right along, collecting millions and millions of dollars. Yes, well, he should have done this quite a while ago. In fact, he probably shouldn't have been on the board to begin with. Uh, he hitched a ride on Air Force Two with the vice president of the United States, also his father at that time. I came back with sweetheart deals. And I am really disappointed in so many members of the mainstream media stretching their necks to defend Hunter Biden, saying, and we must say that there's no, there's no wrongdoing here, nothing illegal. Folks, this is what people hate about the swamp. This is a part of how Donald Trump won in the first place. 
place saying that we're going to get rid of these sweetheart deals. We're going to make sure that we clean up the, the axis of power in a place like Washington, D.C., where someone like Hunter Biden can get a $50,000 a month retainer for the Ukrainian energy company when everybody knows that he doesn't have that skill set. And Maria, I want to say a couple things. You know, Joe Biden's in big trouble. He's plummeting in the polls. He's desperate now calling for the president's impeachment because he doesn't have a path to beat the president at the ballot box. If the Democrats thought that they can defeat Donald Trump a year from now at the ballot box, they yeah. will put all their energies behind that candidate. But they can't do that because they don't have it. They have to run against the Trump economy, the Trump deregulation, the fact that we are net exporters of oil and natural gas now, the fact that he's trying to bring peace and prosperity around the globe. And I think Joe Biden's got a bigger problem. He's now seen in the news as Hunter Biden's father, not as Barack Obama's vice president. Mm. And where people are saying, where is Hunter fine? But where is President Obama? Why isn't he out there supporting the man who served as his vice president for eight years? Why isn't Biden on top of the polls just by saying, I'm going to bring us back to the Obama years. Huh. Give me eight more uh, of the Obama years. He's in trouble. That's why he's calling for impeachment. And in the president's defense, when he said in the Ukrainian call, hey, people are talking about Biden and his son. They darn well were. The New York Times had an article on May 1st. The Hill had one on April 1st. Fox News. Yeah. CNN's John King talked about on the May 12th. ABC, June 20th. And may I tell everybody, three months ago, the New Yorker had a scathing cover story. And in that cover story about Hunter Biden, it said, could Hunter Biden's business dealings in the Ukraine and, quote, tumultuous personal life. Right. Well, that was before Joe Biden became a uh, contender for the Democrat nomination and, and uh, looked like he was the odds on favorite to challenge Donald Trump in the general election. Now they don't want to talk about it anymore. Now it's unfounded. Now it's unsubstantiated. Yeah, the, the, the Democrats know that they can't beat Donald Trump in 2020. That's exactly what this impeachment is all about, that and covering up their wrongdoing in the Ukraine. But you look at uh, at Donald Trump. He can fill up 20,000, 25,000-seat arenas on any night of the week Multiple times during the week, he can go anywhere in this country and fill these places up. These Democrats are schlepping around doing good to fill up a high school auditorium. I know that um, Elizabeth Warren had a, a big crowd that turned out for her at one of the far-left uh, universities. But Donald Trump is turning out middle America, and he's speaking to real American concerns. And these Democrats know they can't uh, beat him with this stew of identity politics and grievance and victimhood that they've got going on. They know that they've got to try to dirty him up and maybe remove him from office. And that's why they're pursuing this impeachment hoax. Sidney Powell, who's a, a, an attorney now representing uh, general um, uh, Lieutenant, uh, the, <laughs> the general that, uh, uh, they they made plead guilty uh, for lying to the FBI, whose name I will remember in just a second. She appeared on uh, Lou Dobbs's show and uh, and called out this impeachment hoax for what it is. The Democrats are running a big charade of an impeachment inquiry. There's nothing real about it. They're making it up as they go. They're changing the rules as they go. And the entire Ukrainian thing is as big a hoax with respect to the president as was the Russia collusion narrative and the obstruction so why are narrative. We putting up None the, of it's real. Why is the national left-wing media? I, I understand their ideological bias. I understand who they are. 
I do not understand being without conscience and reporting what this uh, what the radical Dems are doing here. It is a clear, uh, as the president calls it, con job uh, authored by, uh, uh, in, in this instance, Adam Schiff and Nancy Pelosi. Lou, most of the media is part of it. They are literally part of the conspiracy. There were reporters paid by Fusion GPS and probably by Doug Band's Penn Quarter Group to foster the whole Russia collusion narrative. And I'm sure they're doing the same thing with all of this. Well, some reporters are part of the problem. They are part of the problem, and it's not just the reporters. It's these outlets, Washington Post, owned by Jeff Bezos, New York Times' largest shareholder is uh, the the Mexican billionaire Carlos Slim. Um, I mean, you just got this stew of of far left people that have uh, acquired these media companies and now are using them as their personal mouthpieces. Lieutenant General Michael Flynn was the the uh, the soldier's name I was trying to think of that uh, has been un fairly targeted by the Mueller uh, special counsel's office. Stuart Varney um, had an excellent little monologue on one of his shows this weekend on Fox Business talking about uh, how the deplorables, the people who make this country work, they get up and and, uh, go to the, the jobs, pay the taxes, fight the wars, raise the next generation are getting a little bit tired of being lectured to by these coastal elites. Growing up in class-conscious England, I knew what it was like to be looked down on. I really didn't like it. I think Trump supporters feel exactly the same way now. They are looked down on, written off, ignored. They don't like it. And that's why the Trump base remains solidly behind the president, despite impeachment and a barrage of hatred from the media. About four in ten voters have stuck with him through thick and thin. The elites should look out from their coastal enclaves at the rest of the country. Peering from their ivory towers, they might understand what ordinary people have gone through in the last decade. Well-paid jobs went overseas, especially to China. Obamacare helped create an army of part-time workers. Opioids devastated communities that the elites will never visit. Millions of illegals challenged the native born in the workplace. And if anybody objected, well, you're just a racist bigot. Or as Hillary put it, a deplorable. Oh, gee, thanks. But now, President Trump's policies have produced a flood of... Or as Hillary put it, a deplorable. Oh, gee, thanks. But now, President Trump's policies have produced a flood of jobs. The lowest paid workers are making the biggest wage gains. Our economy is the top performer in the industrial world, and the open border is gradually being closed. Middle America, working America, is doing well and gets the respect and the attention of the president. And what are the elites doing? Trying to get rid of him. He doesn't talk like them. He doesn't conform to presidential norms. And the media writes the impeachment playbook. What you see and read every day is all about Trump and how bad he is. It has nothing to do with the problems and concerns of everyday Americans. Nothing. They are indeed ignored and dismissed. On the national stage, President Trump is in their corner and they know it. That's why the Trump base, ordinary people, will stick with him. 
They absolutely will. And when we come back from the break, we're going to take a, we're going to dip into some of the rallies that uh, the tr- the president held this last week in uh, Minnesota and Lake Charles, Louisiana. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Does your current bathroom need to be updated immediately? Introducing One Day Bath and Shower Remodeling. The complete and hassle-free way to get the new bathroom of your dreams in as little as one day. And for as little as $1.99 a month. Yes, the experts at One Day Bath and Shower Remodeling will come to you anywhere in the country and show you all the customized options. Now you can have a brand new bathroom in as little as one day. Large or small bathrooms, if you want a new bathtub or shower installed, we can do it in as little as one day. And if you call right now, you can save $750 off your remodel. We make it easy by offering you financing as low as $199 per month. Call now to schedule your free in-home consultation. 800-693-3152. 800-693-3152. That's 800-693-3152. You know, this past summer, I was saying that the president needed to update his material, that the uh, the rally um, spiels that he was giving was were getting a little stale. Well, he has done that now, and, man, he has come up with some stem winders. Uh, I think this whole impeachment thing has got him uh, fully engaged now in this reelection, that he is not going to let the Democrats win through this subterfuge and skullduggery that they're engaged in. And, uh, and I don't see anybody on the political rise and on the Democrat side that can challenge this guy. He's just too popular in the heartland. A lot of these polls that you're seeing that say, you know, a majority of they're saying 51% want Donald Trump impeached. Those are bogus polls. They're not designed to reflect public opinion. They're designed to shape public opinion. And there's no truth to them. If you look at that particular poll that's produced, by the way, by Fox News, that say 51% of the American people want him impeached and removed from office, you can dig into that poll and you find out that they've overweighted Democrats by 14 points. Gallup says that um, about 31% of the country uh, identify as Democrats and 29% identify as Republicans. Well, they overweighted that by 14 points in the fa- in favor of the Dems, reducing both the uh, the Republican respondents and the uh, the independent respondents, both groups of which are are in uh, a fairly large majority, especially the Republicans, obviously against um, impeachment. So, if you actually weighted it properly to represent the the number of Republicans, Democrats, and independents, you would have come out with about 37%, but that didn't serve their purpose. And I don't know if, you know, they're on the anti-Trump bandwagon now, or they just think that a good old impeachment would be good for ratings. But 51% is a joke. The New York Post actually ran an article by, uh, by a pollster showing how they had manipulated the methodology in order to achieve this this number that was just one point over uh, a majority. 
uh, see, we've we've got a ton of clips from the rallies that Trump held in uh, Minneapolis and uh, Lake Charles, Louisiana, this last week. And I'm trying to figure out if we got enough time for that. I've got this clip here uh, with uh, Stephen Miller appearing on Jesse uh, Jesse Waters' weekend show on Fox News, Waters World, where he really lays out this um, this whole case against Joe Biden. And as you laid out, the corruption here is Joe Biden and Hunter Biden fleecing the American people. Well, Joe Biden was vice president. China was ripping off the United States to the tune of trillions of dollars. At the exact same time as that was happening, Hunter Biden was raking in unprecedented amounts of money from the government of China. That is the definition of corruption. And it's the president's job as the head law enforcement officer in this country to ensure that we do not have corruption in this country or corruption in the countries that we're doing business with to the greatest extent possible. And now you have the Democrats attacking this president for his stand against corruption in all of its forms. So how can then Joe Biden now run for president and say, I'm going to negotiate with the Chinese while my son's already been paid off by the Chinese. Can't people see that? Because Joe's had already such a weak record on China, his whole Senate career. And, you know, this summer he said China's not even a competitor. So how can he say that? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Of course, I mean, Joe Biden, of course, is incapable of leading this country for many reasons, but most significantly among them is the fact that, as you've seen, he's financially indebted to China. And that is the fundamental public policy issue that we're facing. That's not a political issue. That is a national security issue. That is a public policy issue about whether or not you have a situation in which leaders in the Obama administration and previous administrations put themselves in a, in a situation in which they were financially indebted to foreign countries. And that's the issue now confronting the American people. That is absolutely the issue. And you cannot put that genie back in the bottle. Hunter Biden has already collected that money because of the influence he had with his father. Now, they'll tell you all day long that he didn't exercise that influence and it never made any difference. But how do you know? Do you think he would tell you if it did? Heck no. By all appearances, it was su- it was most certainly a nepotism and a conflict of interest at the very minimum. So you can't you can't put Joe Biden in that position at this point. First of all, he may be compromised. They were always talking about, oh, Donald Trump might have been compromised by by Russia, and they might have had blackmail information on him. Well, they most certainly might have uh, blackmail material to use against Joe Biden. We know that his son was a thoroughly corrupted or is a thoroughly corrupted individual, had a extramarital affair with the widow of his dead brother. Let that sink in. This this is the kind of person we're dealing with. We're, we're expected to believe that uh, he would have had the integrity to conduct himself honorably when it came to these multi-million dollar business deals. But this is a guy who had a, a extramarital affair with his dead brother's widow and ended up leaving his wife because of it. 
This is a guy, obviously you know it, was kicked out of the Navy for cocaine abuse and who turned in a rental car that had crack pipes in it. <laughs> right after he got discharged dishonorably from the Navy, he was right over there in the Ukraine collecting millions of dollars at the same time that his dad had the uh, portfolio for the Ukraine. Oh, nothing to see here. It's unsubstantiated, unfounded, did nothing illegal. Please. We've got some clips from these uh, these rallies, and I want you to hear uh, some of the clips from the uh, Democrats' CNN town hall on LGBTQIA+. You're not going to believe some of the things that were said there. Stick with us. We'll be right back after these messages on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo 5.0 Radio Network. When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. And you're back on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo 5.0 Radio Network. Your daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an America first perspective. Man, oh man, there's so much to get to. But I think I want to hear from uh, the president himself at these rallies. I had been saying for a few months that he needed to update his material, that it was getting kind of stale. And he has now. He's rolled out his new uh, his new talking points for the uh, election. He's in re-election mode. And uh, I think it's probably scaring the bejesus out of the Democrats. They can see that this guy can go just about anywhere in this country and fill up uh, auditoriums and have as many people uh, outside watching on big screens and enjoying themselves uh, that way. Any, any night of the week, he can do that. The Democrats are schlepping around the country trying to fill up high school stadiums. I mean, high school auditoriums. Old uh, Elizabeth Warren got a big crowd at a um, at a uh, a liberal university up in the Northwest, but other than that, they have not assembled any sort of crowd that uh, you know the the president can do at the drop of a hat. 
So uh, the president is in rare form now. He is uh, he is touting the accomplishments of his administration, and there are many that that benefit the cross the the broad cross section of this nation, Middle America. And he's pointing out the Democrats' corruption and their cynicism and their destructive nature by refusing to do anything to help the American people. And he's pointing out that with this impeachment BS, as he calls it, they're trying to erase your vote. That is why from day one, the wretched Washington swamp has been trying to nullify the results of a truly great and democratic election, the election of 2016. They're trying. They're not getting very far. They want to erase your vote like it never existed. They want to erase your voice and they want to erase your future. But they will fail because in America, the people rule again. The people are sovereign. And it has been a long time since we had a president who kept his campaign promises that did exactly what we sent him there to do. And it is driving official establishment Washington out of their minds. They can't have this. They cannot allow this precedent to be set where somebody comes in from outside who's never held office. that hasn't been initiated into our ways uh, and our graft and corruption come in and, and change everything and call us out. That's why since the very day he entered office, even before they've been prompting or uh, plotting on how to remove Donald Trump. And, uh, and if you haven't seen one of these new rallies and, and they are going to, you know, after 2016, they all said, we're, we're not going to carry this anymore. Oh, you know, we're, we're giving the president too much free airtime. I promise you that they will end up carrying this because this is a ratings bonanza. This is, uh, this, the American people are so hungry for a president of this country to actually be concerned with their issues, not the issues of the international elite, the globalists or the, you know, foreign policy community or all of the other bureaucrats burrowed into the Washington uh, establishment, but creating jobs, increasing wages, securing the border, providing for um, law enforcement and keeping us the hell out of these stupid foreign wars. Trump is uh, a major part of his uh, new stump speech is uh, going directly after Joe Biden and his uh, corrupt son, Hunter. Two months after President Obama put Joe in charge of Ukraine policy, they put Joe Biden in charge of Ukraine policy. Listen to this. And the press will not write it. They say in totally unsubstantiated charges every time they talk about him. President Trump has said that his son walked away with a fortune. Now, you know that's a totally unsubstantiated charge. Really? It's not unsubstantiated. It's fact. Joe's son, Hunter, got thrown out of the Navy, and then he became a genius on Wall Street in about two days. By the way, whatever happened to Hunter? Where the hell is he? 
Hunter. Hey, fellas, I have an idea for a new T-shirt. I love the cops, but let's do another T-shirt. Where's Hunter? Where's he? Here's Hunter being examined by Sleepy Eyes Chuck Todd or some of these people. Hunter, uh, it's so great that you're here, sir. Um, Hunter, I know they're giving you approximately $168,000 a month. I hear they paid you a big check of $3 million. I just want to speak on behalf of NBC, who's absolutely one of the worst. I just want to tell you. Hunter, Hunter, I just want to tell you, I couldn't be happier for you and your family. And I, I know you don't know anything about energy, and I know it's an energy company. But I, I think they made a great deal, Hunter. And then they fly to China. And I'm dealing with people right now. They're tough as hell, those Chinese negotiators. And Hunter, who's not too smart, Hunter. He goes in, he has a meeting, he walks out. It is fund with 1.5 billion, with a B, 1.5 billion dollars. These aren't the same Chinese negotiators that I'm dealing with, I can tell you. These are not the same ones, but we are doing very well in that negotiation. Now think of it. Where's Hunter? Okay, get, get it. So where is Hunter? I want to see Hunter ask these questions. Hunter, you know nothing about energy. You know nothing about China. You know nothing about anything, frankly. Hunter, you're a loser. Why did you get $1.5 billion, Hunter? <laughs> father was never considered smart. He was never considered a good senator. He was only a good vice president because he understood how to kiss Barack Obama's ass. Oh. It's true. It's true. And they're always saying the same thing. Yeah, he got a billion five. We admit it. They admit it. There's nothing. But always that same thing. President Trump made a totally unsubstantiated claim about Hunter Biden and his father. It's not unsubstantiated, you crooked son of a gun. It's 100 percent true. Even the smart guys on Wall Street, and I know all of them, they are smart. They've never seen anything like that one before. I've called them. <laughs> so it was right after this, I think that was from the, uh, the late Charles 
rally that oh hunter biden decided that he was going to quit the board of that investment company that got 1.5 billion dollars from china and make a pledge that if his father became president of the united states he would he would uh, no longer work on foreign boards <laughs> yeah this is going to be a recurring theme the democrats better think twice before they nominate joe biden to be their uh, their candidate actually they're kind of in a tough spot because they've got Joe Biden. They they dusted him off and and uh, pulled him out of the rest home to to try to you know save the day for the Democrat establishment. And now the only other candidates they've got are all far left wing Marxist nut jobs. So Lizzie Warren's on deck, but she can't uh, she can't stop spouting Marxist and socialist theory long enough. You know for for um the uh the democrat establishment to warm to her this whole thing with hunter biden something else you know the first job he got out of college and he went to yale university despite the fact that by all appearances he's not too bright all of all of the uh you know the offspring of the democrat elite go to these ivy league schools chelsea clinton who is a very unimpressive individual. Ended up going to uh, Stanford University, got a degree there, ended up getting paid millions of dollars by one of the media companies. And, it, you know, it wasn't just uh, her. I think uh, uh, one of the Bush's daughters, Jenna Bush, ABC paid big money for, for her to uh, be on staff as well. I don't think she ever did anything except for a few puff piece interviews. But when Hunter Biden came out of college with a law degree, he uh, was immediately hired by the NBNA Bank. Now, if you know anything about Delaware, where Hunter Biden is the senator and has been, was senator for over 40 years, I think it was. Delaware is where most of the major banks in this country are headquartered because they've got very permissive uh, corporate rules for banks and uh, and they like to take advantage of those. And uh, Hunter and uh, Joe Biden was the bank's man up at the Capitol. And immediately on coming out of college, oh Hunter Biden ran to one of these banks and was hired for a hundred thousand dollars right out of college, while Joe Biden was trying to weaken the bankruptcy laws to make it more difficult for for people to uh, default on their debts. So, you know, this has been going on a long time, this pay-for-play, this nepotism in the Biden family. It extends to other members as well, including uh, Joe Biden's brother. But um, it's going to be fun to watch this. Back um, when Joe Biden actually had the uh, Ukraine portfolio, when his son came trotting over there two weeks later to get, um, you know, take part in this payday, uh, an intrepid reporter actually went uh, to the State Department and asked the State Department spokesman, Jen Pensky, Pasky, if they had any problem with it at all. Related, but okay. see, more Ukraine. And I know that, that this question was raised at the White House briefing. Sure. And it was the question was referred to the vice president's office. But I'm wondering if the State Department has any concerns or any thoughts about the vice president's son joining the board of directors of this Ukrainian gas 
um, gas company. Does, in particular, I understand why the White House would refer this to the Vice President's office, mm -hmm. um, but does this building diplomatically have any concerns about potential uh, perceptions of conflict or slash cronyism, which is what you've often accused the Russians of, uh, the, the Russians of doing? Uh, no, he's a private citizen. I, okay, but then so the do you consider that the Russian oligarchs who control or the Ukrainian oligarchs who control these, uh, they're they're all private citizens as well. We certainly right? wouldn't put them in the same. No, I'm category not suggesting that. that I'm not and I and, and I'm not suggesting that he, it should be in the same mm -hmm. category. But I'm wondering if there are concerns from this building about the perception of about how the Russians and or the Ukrainians would perceive. Um, the involvement of a son of the Vice President of the United States in, a, in this, especially given the situation. No, there are not. Oh, we have no problem with it. It's fine. If you have any questions, ask the Vice President's office, and he'll, he'll stonewall you too. Now, that was going on at the time. we got to run out to a break. When we come back, we're going to take a quick look at the state of the impeachment uh, theater up on Capitol Hill, and then we're going to dip into this LGBTQIA town hall that CNN held with all the Democrat candidates. Stick with us. Mojo. Attention, those of you looking to go on a fun vacation and see the world on the cheap. Today, the U.S. dollar is worth even more in other countries. So there's never been a better time to travel outside the USA. The dollar is worth over $1.30 in Canadian dollars. And it's the same for Australia. You can fly there today and have fun and maximize your travel dollar. Your U.S. dollar is worth over $3 in Brazilian reals, and it's worth over $18 in Mexican pesos. Plus, in Argentina, it's worth over $27 in Argentine pesos. Just think of the bargains you'll get. And the way you get the cheapest airfare to any destination is by calling Tickets That Cheap. Save up to 75% on your foreign vacation tickets. Don't wait. Call now. 800-932-1596. 800-932-1596. 800-932-1596. That's 800-932-1596. concerned that if we don't impeach this president, he will get reelected. I'm concerned that if we don't impeach this president, he will get reelected. That was the Geico caveman representative from Texas, Al Green, saying it uh, right out there for everybody to see. We need to impeach this guy, otherwise he is going to get reelected. And what they did was start an impeachment, and now they're searching desperately for a justification for it. And they've come up with this so-called whistleblower uh, BS, as the president likes to call it. And uh, originally, this whistleblower complaint came forward, and we were supposed to take it very, very seriously. And uh, he was reporting secondhand information that he had heard, you know, around the office cooler that the president had offered a quid pro quo to the Ukraine president in exchange for dirt on Joe Biden. Well, it, come, it came out because the administration decided to just go ahead and release the call that the whistleblower was wrong on almost every point of substance. But that did not stop 
old pencil neck Adam Schiff from calling uh, a, uh, a hearing where they went over this whistleblower's testimony. This is the hearing where Adam Schiff uh, blatantly misrepresented the contents of that call by uh, doing a parody, as he liked to call it, of Trump, you know, uh, putting the, the squeeze on the Ukrainian president. Had nothing whatsoever to do with the actual transcript of the call, but, uh, you know, that's what Schiff does. And then they told us, you know, in all seriousness, we have to take these allegations by the whistleblower seriously, despite the fact that we already had the transcript of the call. But now Adam Schiff has decided that, oh, maybe we don't need the whistleblower to testify after all because we have the transcript of the call. Well, this is a really, interest, a really interesting development because it comes right after we've dis, we find out that, first of all, Schiff lied about having prior contact with this whistleblower, and, and two, that the whistleblower uh, worked with Joe Biden at the White House when Joe Biden was vice president, and three, that Adam Schiff's office went in and hired several of the former uh, staffers from the National Security Council from the White House that worked with this whistleblower. We're starting to get this web of connections that is starting to all tie together. And now Adam Schiff is going on the Sunday news shows and saying things like this. Uh, this is actually the uh, the CBS show. Uh, I can't remember the name of the hostess of that show, but she's all, all on board with the Democrat talking point that we really don't need the whistleblower to testify right along with Adam Schiff. You've been, uh, well, the whistleblower um, has made these complaints and hand them, handed them over. Why push for this whistleblower to come before Congress? Because uh, Republicans are calling for it, and some Democrats would like to ask questions too, but this information's already out there. Can't the committee do its own investigation without risking the identity of this person being We can, and, you know, and I think initially, uh, before the president started threatening the whistleblower and threatening others, uh, calling them traitors and spies and suggesting that, uh, you know, we used to give the death penalty uh, to traitors and spies. And make that didn't happen. There was another instance of Adam Schiff making it up. Maybe we should think about that again. Um, yes, we were interested in having the whistleblower come forward. Our primary, well, our primary interest right now is making sure that that person is protected. Uh, indeed, now there's more than one whistleblower that they are protected. Uh, and given that we already have the call record, we don't need the whistleblower who wasn't on the call to tell us what took place during the call. We oh, so now we, after we hold this all-day um, hearing designed to make this whistleblower's complaint sound all ominous while we completely ignored the transcript of the call, now we no longer need the whistleblower to testify or be cross-examined. Interesting. So we're going to move forward with an impeachment against the president of the United States. And we're not going to hear from the person who filed the complaint that started all of this and find out what, if any, he may have uh, had um, in the way of a coordination with Adam Schiff and his staff. Interesting. I'll tell you what's going on here. This guy, this whistleblower, is from CIA. He worked in Obama's White House for the National Security Council, apparently worked closely with Joe Biden. Adam Schiff has got staff members from that National Security Council 
on his House Intelligence staff now, and I believe they were all coordinating together to gin this up. Now Schiff says he no longer wants to hear from him. And did you notice how the questioner sounded exactly like they had coordinated this little uh, narrative together? Well, you don't really need the whistleblower any longer, do you? Well, no, we don't need the whistleblower any longer. That's that's a uh, a journalist, a reporter, a news person. Wouldn't the reporter want to know who this whistleblower is and who his associations are and what motivations he might have had? Tony Schaefer is a, uh, a former Army intelligence officer, and he was re- appearing over on One American News Network talking about exactly what's going on here. Some individuals who are trained in the dark arts clearly have left the reservation, who have taken their talent, skills, and experience, and instead of being true to their oath of office, have decided to engage politically to support a party and uh, a, a, set of, a set of beliefs, not facts, that represent uh, the interest of the Democrat Party is what it appears to me. The pattern ex- that we've examined and looked at looks to me like individuals who were trained in what I've done have decided that they're going to use those talents for purposes of political gain, not to protect the American people. The appearances to me is that you've had individuals who've decided that they are willing to vacate the oath of office for purposes of using these immensely powerful, uh, very dark but effective arts for purposes of, of a political party, not to benefit the American people or the nation. Let's use the Christopher Steele dossier. That was purchased using money from a campaign for purposes of having a former British spy, Christopher Steele, purchase information that was supposed to be derogatory to the Trump campaign. First thing I knew about being a whistleblower is no one believes you. Everybody believes this whistleblower, even though they've said it was secondhand information. So just from my personal perspective of experience, like, wow, uh, I had direct firsthand information with at least three people backing me up, and I still wasn't being believed. But all of a sudden, we're supposed to believe a whistleblower who has, uh, you know, no direct knowledge, but uh, has the support of the political system behind him. This is not not a whistleblower. This guy is uh, a, a deep state resistance leaker that has uh, figured out how to use the whistleblower protections in order to try to unseat a president of the United States, and now he doesn't want to come forward? So let me get this straight. Adam Schiff, chairman of the Intelligence Committee. Why in the world is the Intelligence Committee pursuing an impeachment inquiry? This is not an intelligence matter. Even if you believe that there was something wrong on that call between Donald Trump and the president of the Ukraine, that wouldn't be an intelligence matter. That would be a matter for Foreign Affairs Committee. But they've got Adam Schiff, the most dishonest, discredited um, liar on Capitol Hill running this committee. And after they decide they're going to go forward with this whistleblower complaint, and it comes out that there were all sorts of connections between his staff and the whistleblower, He no longer wants the whistleblower to testify. They want to continue to have these hearings behind closed doors in some sort of uh, star chamber. And they want to remove a president of the United States. This This is a bad joke. And you know what? I get tired of hearing 
you know, about these coastal elites. Adam Schiff represents a, a district out in Los Angeles. Nancy Pelosi's from San Francisco. Jerry Nadler's from Manhattan. These, these are supposed to be our betters. First of all, they're lunatics. Second of all, they're deeply repulsive human beings. And they're, they're trying to circumvent the Constitution of the United States to remove a duly elected president because they cannot accept that the American people have rejected their leadership. I've got a clip here. This is Mark Lorder. He is on the 2020 Trump um, re-election campaign. He's the communications director. And uh, this guy seems to uh, really be a, a, a hard hitter. This is a one-sided partisan affair where you actually have the Congress of the United States, the Democrats at least, threatening people that if they exercise their constitutional right to have an attorney with them when questioned, they're going to be an obstruction of, of the impeachment inquiry. We don't throw away the Constitution just because it doesn't suit their partisan ends. That's what they're doing. We're running out of time, and I really wanted to get to uh, more of the clips from this town hall that CNN held on the uh, LGBTQIA plus issue. <laughs> but uh, one clip I definitely want to play you. This is Beto O'Rourke, the same guy that wants to seize your guns, confiscate your weapons, saying we need to remove the tax-exempt status for anybody who disagrees that marriage is between a man and a woman. I want to ask you a quick question. This is from your LGBTQ plan, and here's what you write. This is a quote. Freedom of religion is a fundamental right, but it should not be used to discriminate. Do you think religious institutions uh, like colleges, churches, charities, should they lose their tax-exempt status if they oppose same-sex marriage? Yes. Woo! Yay! So if you oppose same-sex marriage, not that you have to do anything to stop it, but if you oppose it, if you have a difference of opinion... They're going to take away the tax-exempt status from churches that is protected in the First Amendment? Freedom of religion? Really? Here is old Kamala Harris when she walked out on stage. Good to see you, Senator. Thank you for joining us. Appreciate it. How are you? Anna, thank you, guys. And my pronouns are she, her, and hers. She, her, and hers. My pronouns are she, her, and hers. But I think we already knew that. I wish we had time to get more of that lunacy, but we're out of time, and uh, we'll maybe cover it some more on tomorrow's show. I hope you'll join us then. Back here on the Mojo Five O Radio Network for another edition of Right Now with Jim Dawes. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. Whether you have your own bathroom or you share one with your family, a little extra help keeping the bathroom sink, counter, and mirror clean goes a long way. And Viva paper towels are for the long haul. They're two times more durable when wet compared to the leading value brand. And they clean like cloth, helping you keep the surfaces in your bathroom dry and fingerprint and toothpaste free. 
For an exceptional bathroom clean, there's Viva Paper Towels. Visit vivatowels.com to learn more.